0: the news update on make it rain good morning joe good morning dane it is Chris Bona with your fantasy sports news update the one time mike cardano cannot get mad at me for doing this stanley cup final tonight game seven in boston between the bruins and the st louis blues puck drops at 8 p.m eastern time fans in st louis looking to watch the blues blues in game seven of, of the the game tonight with a few thousand friends have another option bush stadium tickets to the blues watch party at their 18,400 seat enterprise center sold out in 31 minutes on monday according to st louis tv station ksdk so to meet that demand the blues announced a second party where fans can watch the game on the big screen this one to be held at the 46,000 seat home of the st louis cardinals dane if you had to put a uh, a a a, a Interesting prop bet on this. Uh, Forty six thousand people can sit in the in uh, Busch Stadium. Over or under, how many people will be at Busch Stadium to watch Game Seven tonight? Uh fifteen thousand. Would that be your over under?
3: No, that's the line I'm hanging. So that's now the line you have
0: you would... to be over or under fifteen thousand. Okay, I think I'd still.
3: I'm go the over book. I'm that.
0: hanging the number.
1: You know, you're going the number. I like that.
0: I would have to go over though. I would absolutely have to. Absolutely. I mean, again, this is the first. This is the possibility. The first time. Would
3: you do that though? Honestly, if you if, if the Rangers are in the Stanley Cup, right, and you can't get a ticket to the Garden, are you paying money to go to like Yankee
0: Stadium to watch the game on the big screen, though? They, Honestly, Bavana. See, but you're you're comparing New like, York. I'm not to St- New York and St. Louis. That's apples and oranges, right there, because you know for a fact that New York they have plenty of places to watch it for free. You can go to Bryant Park where they get, do free movies there. You, okay. They did that for uh, the Stanley Cup. <laughs> You don't think that's happening in St. Louis tonight?
3: I don't know the name of the damn park, but underneath the arch, you don't think they can't project something where they do, like, their summer movie series or whatever? There is a slight I mean,
0: problem with St. Louis, though, as being kind of one of the that? most dangerous cities in the country. So, Well, I'm they have um,
1: they, they do right. have Ballpark Village, guys, which is where the Cardinals play, and it is yeah, its own is- encased where the ballpark is. And, and exactly, they, there is there is open spaces out there. They yeah. usually <laughs> focus on the Cardinals game, but – I'm, just, uh, they have, I'm not
3: paying to go to a yeah, stadium to right. watch something on.
1: Right. Ballpark Village is because the Blues Stadium where they play is not far from where the Cardinals play. Okay. So it's not uncommon for guys to go in there on a big projector on the big screen outside. They'll yeah. be posting the uh, the game there. I'm sure of that.
0: Hey, listen, guys. I'm just, uh, I'm just not paying for it, Bavona. I think people will. No. I personally would not. No, I agree with you. I wouldn't pay for it, but if it was my only option, I might. I might at least consider it if I'm if I was a Blues fan. But if I'm a a diehard, yeah. Now talk about. And they haven't won the cup in so long. Honestly, what I'm doing
3: is I'm trying to like. I bet there's a lot of people watching it with their with their dads, with their grandfathers. You know, with their good friends that have toiled with them, like Gabe Morrency, you know, he's been like, oh, my God, it's been 25 years. These Blues, you said, what, haven't won the Cup since like the 50s or something? I think if now they're on the precipice, they are watching it in, in intimate settings with people they are close to and love to hug the right person if and when they finally do win the Cup. That's the way I'd play it. I'd be with all my good friends so we could all celebrate this together.
0: Well, talking about accommodations for this game tonight, the other baseball team in this Stanley Cup matchup, the Boston Red Sox, recognized that there will be only one game in town on Wednesday night. The Red Sox moved up the start of their Wednesday game against the Texas Rangers to accommodate the Boston Bruins uh, for the the decisive Game 7 of the Stanley Cup final across town. The game at Fenway Park uh, was scheduled to start at 7.10 p.m., But the Red Sox decided to move up the first pitch to 4.05 p.m. uh, Quote, uh, as the team said, quote, as courtesy to fans who want to watch Game 7, which is pretty much going to be everybody in Boston. But uh, the Bruins are smart. They try to get David Ortiz
3: out of his hospital bed to make an appearance in that arena before Game 7,
0: and that crowd would go (laughs) bonkers. Exactly, exactly. Talk about, uh, you know, uh, anyways. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, I think hopefully, Ortiz, hopefully David Ortiz is still doing well, and uh, but you know, saying, let's go Blues. The, the crowd would go nuts. I'm just gonna they say have the national anthem or something. <laughs> Exactly, NBA finals tomorrow night, Game Six in Oakland. Uh, but Warrior star forward uh, Kevin Durant will not be in Oakland. He's flying to New York City, not to meet with the Knicks or the Nets, uh, but yet to go under to undergo an MRI on his injured Achilles, according to sources told, telling ESPN. League sources have also were t- saying uh, to ESPN's Ramona Shelburne and Adrian Wojnarowski that the team believes the MRI will confirm an Achilles tear that Durant suffered in Golden State's 106-105 win over the Raptors in Game Five of the NBA Finals. The Warriors, who return back to Oakland, California on Tuesday, are expected to announce uh, the results of the MRI either Tuesday night or Wednesday. Guys, and finally today, uh, group matchups from the World Cup today. We've got Nigeria versus South Korea in Group A. Uh, France versus Norway also in Group A. And uh, in the in Group B, it's Germany versus Spain. That's going to be later on tonight at 6 p.m. Uh, sorry. Sorry. 12 o'clock Eastern today. And then uh, Team USA's next match isn't until uh, June 16th against Chile. That is the news for me, Chris Pavona. It is Wednesday. Like I said, let's go, Blues. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Let it ride! You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain?
2: Make it rain.
1: Dollar, dollar, bills, y'all. All right, here we go. Final hour. Make it rain. Fantasy sports radio network, and uh, of course, we've got our Make It Rain plays of the day coming up. NHL game seven, Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, we've got World Cup action going on. We got a game six tomorrow. We got Major League Baseball. Oh yeah, we got a U.S. Open on the uh, on the PGA Tour. Another major. A lot of exciting stuff going on. And we're excited. We're excited to help you make it rain. I think we can do that here, and we'll dive into the numbers, make some selections coming up. But we did talk a little bit about the upcoming free agency period and how Wojnowski reported that LeBron, if they don't get AD and they don't get Anthony Davis, they're in trouble because none of the other guys, Kyrie and, and Butler and Kawhi Leonard and Tobias Harris and Kemba Walker and Clegg Chris Middle, DeAndre, the list goes on, especially the younger end of that spectrum sure. there. they don't, There's no interest in going to the Lakers. Now, it, does LeBron play a part in that? Yes. Do the Lakers play a part in that? Hell yes. Yes, yes absolutely. But I don't think it is a shock, at least it shouldn't be to people, that the reputation of LeBron James, I, and not that I, I, I blame LeBron at 33 years old not wanting to, you know, he doesn't want, want to be a mentor here at this point. I get right. it. But the way he treated those kids on that team, those young guys on the Lakers last year, and the way he has done it in Cleveland and kind of... The word on the street for the 24 and 25-year-olds is like, hell no. You don't want right? You don't want because It's to always going to be my fault if we don't win. That's right. And, and so... That's the problem there with LeBron James.
3: And enough for nothing, if you're looking to just go to La La Land, then go sign with the Clippers instead, because you got a better option right. there, you know? Yeah. Similar to how if you are going want to come to New York for Broadway and all that stuff, don't come to the Knicks. Go to the Brooklyn Nets. But I got an idea for you, Joe, because you're right. Uh, maybe what the Lakers have to do is play in the trade market, right? And yes. He doesn't like young players. And you know there was buzz a few weeks ago. What about uh what about his good friend CP3 as an option?
1: Uh, yeah, again, thirty-four years old. I can see. I can see the Jimmy Butler. I can see the older right. guys. Yeah,
3: it's his friend. I can he respects it. that, and the Rockets yep. may look to pick that up. They said everyone's available.
1: Yeah, yep. It's the boy, boy. Gonna be interesting. Love the drama.
2: Love it. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400. The safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888 888- So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply.
1: The morning after. Six guys in double digits for the Toronto Raptors. The equal distribution and production from all of the guys there, six guys on Toronto, is impressive. Kawhi was Kawhi in the fourth. And ultimately, there's no excuses. Uh, You had the opportunity to close them out in Scotiabank on your home court, and they didn't get the job done. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. All right, welcome in here, final hour, Make It Rain, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Dane Martinez, Joe Ranieri, You're going to throw out a couple of these uh, Make It Rain plays of the day that we uh, that we like, including dive into some of the numbers, uh, Blues, Bruins tonight, Game 7, Stanley Cup, uh, Game 6 tomorrow, the NBA uh, Finals, uh, and of course, we got some, you know, a couple of Major League Baseball games going on here, as we always do, and Tiger and And Brooks Kupka and Rory getting ready to descend upon Pebble Beach. All sorts of uh, options there for you, too. So we'll dive into uh, a few of those. We'll do a little bit more tomorrow morning here on the show where the matchups come out. And we'll really start to live bet them with you here on the show since Pebble Beach doesn't tee off till about 9 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, We will go ahead uh, here tomorrow morning and really start to we're just going to open up the books here. The old FanDuel accounts. We're going to open them up. and We're going to start live betting these uh, these matchups, and you're more than welcome to tag along, uh, tail us, and uh, and have some fun doing that. Plus, we'll we'll give you a couple of hints and some pointers at uh, at the whole live betting aspect as well. Especially when it comes to golf, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a good time. And I got to tell you though, yesterday, and I'm glad Bavona uh, got these uh, got these clips. Because we started the show this morning, Dane, talking about the the blame game and how right. ever since KD went down, the minute that he went down there, the finger pointing and the blame game, which is what we do in today's society. There's never any personal responsibility taken anymore. It always has to be somebody's fault. It's never my fault. It's got to be your fault. Or it's never it's his fault. He should have known, but no, no, it's it's always somebody else. It's always, put, you know, past the buck, and it's no different. It, it's just out of control now. There used to be a time, hard to believe, Dan, in society and in sports where guys would raise their hand and go, it's on me. Like, this was, I did it. Like, I screwed up here. We don't do that anymore on social media. You, you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody on social media ever, especially the, uh, you know, the handicapping uh, industry. You'd be hard-pressed to find a handicapper that goes, whoo, I sucked. I ah, it was terrible, right? It's not my fault. No, it wasn't my fault. It was the pitcher's fault. It was, uh, you know, it was this fault. That. And it rubs off, of course, now with uh, with professional sports, NBA, all across the landscape. Everybody has a problem with Kevin Durant having played. And everybody has no problem pointing the finger at the organization and the doctors. And we had a chance yesterday. And, Bavona, you got these uh, clips, one, two, and three? Is that what I'm looking at here? Okay, so, well, we had a chance to talk to Michael Lee, who has known uh, Kevin Durant for years, wrote a piece on him, covers him, he's with The Athletic. And you're going to hear, when when we talked to him yesterday, this is, I think he represents everybody who is a big supporter of Kevin Durant here now. Uh, A guy that is passionate about it and just, feels that Kevin Durant has gotten and this is just the icing on the cake that Kevin Durant has gotten so screwed by the media and the perception and the fans have not been fair to them. And you're going to be able to hear it in his voice. This is a guy, you know, this is a guy that covers the NBA for 20 some odd years. Big Kevin Durant supporter. And I asked him clip one, you know, who is, Ke- you know, talk to me about Kevin Durant. What is he? And this is what he had to say.
4: For me, as a somebody who's known him a long time, to see him have to go through this, to see him unfairly, to me in my opinion, pressured to play a game um, in a series that was not going to do anything to change his uh, reputation to me in this game. Um, I just think that fans have been just totally irrational and unfair, and they've been disrespecting one of the true greats for far too long. Uh, It's a shame that some people decide to now want to give him his respect and his props when this is a two-time MVP, one of the greatest scorers that we've ever seen, a four-time scoring champion, a former MVP, um, one of the hardest workers that you'll ever see, one of the greatest teammates you'll ever see, a guy who sacrificed money, who gave up a lot of money to go to Golden State, who sacrificed stats, a guy who probably could, without this injury now, could, might even take away him being the all time leading scorer. He could give up numbers to be a part of this team. He sacrificed his reputation to be a part of this team. And for every day people to question him and to call him a snake and to say he's this and that, to me, I thought it's the most disgraceful um, display from fandom and irrational behavior, and not just from fans, even the media members.
1: Yeah, so I, I think, Dan, you can hear the disgust in this yeah, guy's his voice. voice. Now, and Michael Lee is, again, 20 years he's been covering the NBA, but he is a diehard. He is a fan of Kevin Durant, and he's a member of the media as well. And he's he's disgusted with how he has been treated. But, again, is, isn't that being a little biased, though? Because never once did he mention anything about, you know, Kevin opting for all of this. Did he not? Free will. Free right. will. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. what
3: it comes down to. Right. That's why instead, Joe, like I said, you know, you, you, you lead this. And I said it at, you know, in the six o'clock hour, you lead this with everyone wants to play the blame game. Not everyone, Joe. I don't want to play the blame game. You know, I, I think that, you know, it. this is just an unfortunate situation. As long as Kevin Durant and his team had complete and honest and accurate information. Then they mm-hmm. were able to make their choice. And I don't blame Kevin Durant for making that choice. That's what elite athletes do. They wanna be out there no matter what with their team. That's that that's the way it should be. It just came up as a whammy for him. It came up snake eyes. The everybody knew it. Me and my boys that are Knicks fans were like going into the game, being like, I hope he doesn't tear his Achilles. Literally, right. that in our group chat. We were like, he's coming back just hope he as long as he doesn't tear his achilles it's okay and what do you know that's exactly what happened i think everyone knew that was the risk for the kind of compensation injury to happen the knee bone's connected to the hip bone kind of thing i think everyone knew the risks he decided to roll the dice it happened to come up snake eyes. I don't know that anyone is to blame, although you're right. It's 2019, so people are offended, and people want to find out who's to be accountable in this kind of way. Sometimes, though, there's just no one to blame. Sometimes, it's just really unfortunate.
1: That's not stopping guys like Michael Lee from pointing the finger, sure. though. Charles Barkley and others. And, you know, we asked them, too, since you cover him, since you cover Golden State, what's next now? Like, what is uh, cut number two, Bavona? What, what do we do now? He's missing a year. Like, what happens to Kevin Durant and Dub Nation from this point on?
4: Yeah, I mean, we missed him for 33 days, and now we might miss him for, you know, 10 to 12 months. And uh, I don't know if that's a good enough trade off. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like obviously he's somebody who um, made the Warriors unbeatable. You know, um, he's somebody who elevated them, you know, to just being a dynasty.
1: Yeah. And everything about that is absolutely 100%. They are a championship team. This series is over with Kevin Durant healthy. But it goes back to the point where the idea that they don't need Kevin Durant, I think that's been put to bed. And I don't necessarily think that. That Yeah, I don't think that's a bad thing for Kevin Durant for, yes, did he get a did he not get a fair shake by the media? Has he? No, I absolutely. The soft label, the take the right. easy road. I get it. You know, it's but I think for the first time, as crazy as this is, dang, an Achilles injury, you got to blow your Achilles out. To ha- it's, uh, and I think I think ultimately now for the very first time in a weird way, Kevin Durant feels like he's a Golden State Warrior, that he's a part of that family, and I think that's going to go a, a long way in helping him decide what to do here in the next couple of weeks during the July uh, the, the July uh, deadline.
3: Yep, I think it's really interesting. I, you know, like Alex Rodriguez with the Yankees, for mm-hmm. example, yeah. right? There was that narrative of will he ever become a Yankee? Alex Rodriguez was a person who heard the noise around him. And then Alex Rodriguez delivered with a huge World Series and playoff effort in 2009 and felt a little bit more comfortable in his own skin afterwards. I wonder if Kevin Durant will follow a similar path. But I got it. One thing I want to know is when is the deadline for KD to potentially opt into? that player option year with Golden State because we keep on saying Jan, uh, July 1st. Remember, the NBA actually changed it this year. I believe it's like June 30th at like, right. you know, 8 pm or something. So we're talking about like two weeks. KD has to make this massive decision, which is the first domino to fall in the next two weeks. And we're going to have to monitor this very quickly.
1: Yeah, but uh, I hope uh, hopefully people will stop pointing fingers at that point and, uh, and move on and look to the future. So And so will we. Coming up, we'll look at the numbers for tomorrow night's game. Give you those Make It Rain plays next.
5: slash higher. Indeed, the world's number one website. site. Source.com score total visits.
0: DailyRoto.com Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join dailyrodo.com.
1: time to make it rain you know who else makes it rain here and I love this Dane I love when this list comes out every year because I'm always uh, I'm always blown away by how much uh, how much money is actually oh boy, in the world of, uh, of sports and you want to talk about make it rain my word uh, the Forbes highest paid athletes list uh, has come out Ooh. And we, you know, we is see this, this every year, right? Or
3: endorsements too. Is this endorsements? Uh, sa- everything.
1: Also? This is pay, salary, winnings, endorsements combined. Okay. Uh, gives All you right. everything. And yeah. uh, it's just it it blows me away. And it just goes to show in this hmm. country how um, we've got the World Cup going on, but we really don't understand the impact of soccer around the rest of the world. Say.
3: When you said in and, this country I was like I'm going to bet that the highest people on this list are not in America in fact I'm going to guess Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo would I be right?
1: You would be top 5. Hmm. You would be Messi? top 5. Name uh, up? You would you would be top 5, you'd be top 5. Hmm. You've right, basically given you're ready you've <laughs> given one. You All right, we'll start at the top. You got three of the top 5, right? <laughs> you got the first 3. You got Messi number oh, 1. 127 million uh in pay. All right. He's got 92 million in in winnings and salary. He's got 35 million in endorsements. Wow. That's that's line two. Ronaldo, 109 million in pay, 65 million in salary, 44 million in endorsements. Then you got Neymar, number three, guys. All right. 105 million in pay, 75 million in salary, 30 million in endorsements. Then you got number four. You want to take a guess at number four? Uh, I am
3: going to guess it is another soccer player but someone who's a little bit lower that I don't really know as well. Oh, I don't know. Someone like a uh, Kane or Suarez mm. or De Bruyne or something like that.
1: You don't even have the right sport.
3: Oh, I just heard Ven oh, Brian in my ear. Could yep, it be You do even ha- Could could it be Canelo Alvarez?
1: Canelo Alvarez boxing number 4 94 wow. million. Thanks Venmo. 92 Thanks, million. Venmo B. But only 2 million in endorsements. It's interesting. All of his money ah. of course is in pay and salary and winnings because it is boxing. How about number 5? Rounding out that five. Did Floyd, did
3: Floyd five? fight this year? Did Floyd fight this year? Is my my clarifying question.
1: No, he did not. I don't know if not. Floyd
3: fought this year because if he did, he did, I'd put Floyd up there.
1: Um
3: nope. Connor
1: Interesting. I thought you would go that route. No, it's actually tennis. Oh. Roger Federer is Federer? your okay. fifth highest paid athlete in the world. Federer, ninety three. I Connor's whiskey business four. was doing
3: better than that. I thought Connor's
1: it's whiskey business that is doing better than that. It's interesting that he paid <laughs> 93.5 million. He's got 7.5 million in salary and winnings. He's got 86 million in oh, endorsement. Yeah. he got a brand. Roger He's Federer. Brand. So, four out of your, actually, the top five highest paid athletes don't even participate in, in what America. is supposed to be the big four american sports right. don't even not do it guys it's none a, of them are exactly yeah none of them you know, american they play, Yeah. yeah they play sports that on the worldwide landscape right. are just uh, you're talking 1 2 and 3 certainly from a betting perspective you know there is no bigger oh, yeah. bet sport than soccer guys and yeah. you know tennis is tennis up there we the fight uh, game boxing, is big yeah all right, so then we get to the next ten, and it's all Americans. Uh, okay. All right, so six makes- through ten are American. The top five non-Americans, non-American sports, so to speak. Uh, you come in Russell Wilson, number six. Aaron Rodgers, number seven. Right. LeBron James. This doesn't count. Steph count
3: like, Curry, like the Bryce Harper, Kevin Durant. Right. This doesn't Le- count. Yeah, like- no.
1: Le- LeBron James, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant are 8, 9, and 10. So that rounds out your top 10 there. So you've got two football guys and three basketball guys are 6 through 10. You got three soccer guys, a a, a tennis guy, and a boxer in the top five. And then our man who's playing tomorrow, Tiger, at 11. Yeah. Roethlisberger yeah. is 12. And believe it or not, we actually have a auto racer in here. We've actually got a uh, a dude from auto, Lewis Hamilton. Come, I didn't realize. Hamilton, I didn't realize. Yeah. Lewis He's Hamilton. Dominant, though. Yep. That's like the, Anthony, the drag. Race what is stuff. Anthony He's Joshua? Dominant. He's that boxer that got knocked out that, by Andy Ruiz. That got knocked the hell out, right? Yeah, number 13. Man, that's interesting. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's which So we know. don't even have a baseball player until number 17, which is Mike Trout. Just Trout. With Canelo, yep.
3: I wonder, and I don't know if you have it in front of you, but one of the things I'd sure. wonder is, remember, he's big invested in that uh, that new Asin. network, right? Like Disney yep. or whatever, and yep. I think Asin. he's got a piece of that, which has got to yep. be a, a good chunk of the reason why he's so high.
1: Yeah, and only $2 million in endorsements, obviously, but do you know how much uh, endorsement Mike Trout has, how much money he makes from endorsements? Not a lot. And here lies the problem, guys. $3 million. Uh, that's he right. makes 50 million in salary yeah. that's it and that's the problem but yet you know you had mentioned Lionel Ronaldo Neymar 35 million 44 million 30 million in endorsements Federer, 86 million these guys can't walk down the street without somebody recognize them Mike trout you'll run them over and you you might not stop but at the you, you'll be like I don't know who's this dude who is this guy three million dollars in endorsements
3: and it's crazy that you know these football players get more endorsements. They're wearing helmets, but they're still more yep. recognizable than you know. We did last year at some point. We did a bracket of like who mm. is the face of baseball, and we yes. meant for that, like the PR, the buzz, you know. And we were thinking about guys like Trout, guys like Aaron Judge, but like right. we, we did a 16, you know, like seed tournament. Joe, by the time we were like the seven or eight seed, it were guys right. that were like. You know, Baseball fans know, but the broad public didn't know. Like we literally had Shone Ohtani as like the six mm-hmm. seed in that tournament because of like name recognition. But think of some of these great stars. Like you ain't recognizing Nolan Arenado if he bumped into you on the street. You know what I right. mean? You don't know. You don't know Paul Goldschmidt. You don't know. You might know Altuve because he's like five five. You know what I mean? But there's not many players in baseball that have that kind of public notoriety trout you know Aaron Judge let's say we were putting in guys like Justin Verlander because he's connected to Kate Upton you know so right. i think that speaks to it as well joe you know the the notoriety or the publicity of baseball is just not where it was but then again this is a sport you know that waxes poetic about their nostalgic record book wouldn't let Bryce Harper like decorate his bat don't want people putting anything on their cleats and that's why can't you know, frowns at the bat flips, you know, and that's why these guys aren't um as marketable as in other no. sports.
1: Yeah, Connor McGregor coming in at twenty one there. Um I guess yep. uh DeMarcus yeah, another Warren. fifteen million. Was yeah. was Marcus
3: Lawrence DeMar-
1: that yeah. sign that big uh, contract yes, over there. Harper is coming contract. in at twenty three. Yep. Yep, yep, Kyrie, yep. Chris Paul, but it's all it's NBA guy. It's NBA, it's yep. football guys. It's yep. uh you know, the American sports are you you've got Tiger and Phil in the golf uh, in the golf world. You got a couple of uh you know, auto racing uh gentlemen, yeah. but and R- there's Rory, but it's everything is and golf uh, from
3: because you hear about baseball contracts, right? Big right. Thing, about the 300 300- million for Manny Machado, you yep. think that they would be so high on this list, but there relatively is. speaking, they're not.
1: 38. Yep. 38, Manny Machado. 30. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And it makes total sense. Yep. Why is Gordon and Hayward on this yeah, list? You know,
3: tennis players, soccer players from around the country, you know, that sort yep. of thing. So listen, let's put it this way. If you're raising a kid in America right now. Mm -hmm. Put a soccer ball in front of them, (laughs) not a a baseball bat, you know what I mean, or a golf club, that sort of thing.
1: That's correct. And David Price rounds out the top 50 there. David Price rounds out your top 50. Another guy doesn't even make a million dollars in endorsements, and yet he's one of the top 50 highest paid athletes in the world. That's baseball's problem right there guys in a nutshell. You you're worried about popularity, you're worried about growing the sport, well you can't grow the sport if you don't grow the popularity of your stars. You're paying them. Well, he's a top 50 player in the world from a salary standpoint and he's only got he's got less than a million dollars in endorsements. I mean, come on. There
3: you go, uh, exactly. Venmo B.
1: Thank you, Venmo. As Thank-
3: Exactly. B. the same endorsements as Mike Trout. If that doesn't tell you the levels, right, right. Um, and how they're not up against each other, and it's apples and oranges. And that's a Major League Baseball problem. That's, you know, that's that's baseball not understanding yep. how to market to uh, society these days.
1: In a nutshell, man, and that's, uh, that's going to continue to be the problem for them until they are able to get Baseball player, because baseball spend all those years marketing brands. Yankees. Right. Dodgers. Right. Red Sox. The,
3: the name emblem. on the front of the jersey, not the right. name on the back.
1: Yankees don't even have names on the back for a reason, guys. It was but I will say this, you know, the reason so many of the iconic Yankees you know is a lot of that was pre-social media. Well, all of it mostly was sure. pre-social media. And so you didn't have to necessarily promote the stars because the stars there wasn't a whole lot of competition. Everybody who knew Mickey Mantle was. Like, everybody right. knew Joe DiMaggio was in this country. It, you know, that was it. But today, you are, uh, you know, having uh, $3 million, making $400 million, and only $3 million is in endorsements. And nobody outside of Anaheim knows what you look like except for a couple of parts of western New Jersey and and South Philly. Philly. That's it. (laughs) And that's crazy. And that's crazy to me.
3: And true hardcore fans or, you know, investors like us. You know, you have to be actually in the game to know Mike Trout, who is, by the way, widely regarded as the best player of a generation.
4: You know what I mean? Exactly.
3: Let's put it this way, though, Joe. You and I, we know who Ronaldo is. We know who Messi is, right? We yep. know who yep. Neymar is. You think anybody in Spain knows who Mike Trout is? You think anybody in in, in Venezuela knows who Mike Trout is? I don't think yep. so. And that speaks to it. Like, we know who Roger Federer is, you know, and that sort of stuff. I don't think people in Europe know who Mike Trout is. They know who Aaron Rodgers is. They know who Tom mm-hmm. Brady is. But they don't know who Mike Trout is. They know who LeBron is. They know right. who Kevin Durant is and Steph Curry. But they don't know Mike Trout and Aaron Judge.
1: And that's the and that and that list tells you everything you need to know about how to grow popularity and how to build your stars. That final column, not the not the first two columns. That final column is what matters the most. Yep, unreal. All right, we'll uh, we'll dive in. We'll give you our make it rain plays of the day, including NHL Game Seven coming up. Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
2: Message and data rates may apply.
1: Hi, I'm Frank
0: Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H
1: to 321321. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account and enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers get rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's PointsBet.com com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today.
2: I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it.
1: But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said,
2: I take Andro
0: 400 every day. So I'm going to take it forever.
2: That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say.
0: with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Mm.
3: Let this play, Joe. That's
4: good. That's
1: good stuff. Nice. There. That's, that's it, man. Sad. John Papa there, man. I think that's he's... Uh, yeah, I think he ate himself at some particular point in the game there. But uh, welcome in. Make it rain. Blues Travelers here in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Dane Martinez. All right, big night tonight. Blues, Bruins, Stanley Cup, Game 7. Who is going to hoist this cup, guys? Who is it going to be? We'll start with that. And, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about this early on. And, listen, here's the way I look at this. I do think that both of these teams are very evenly matched. And I do think also that the Bruins have been around, I think in the, this is the fourth home game for them. And I do believe they've been always around anywhere between minus 160 and minus 170 as a as a favorite. And, you know, I'm sorry, that is a big number. This shouldn't be to a game seven if you are legitimately a minus 160 to 170 favorite and i do think once again the value here tonight lies with the st louis uh, the st louis blues who are at plus 145 and you know i do think it is game 7s anything can happen weird bounce you got a goalie to get mm-hmm. so hot Soft you know yeah. yeah i um to me for a coin flip game like this and i truly believe it is uh give me the five. give me the plus 145 give give me the Why value you on it Why wouldn't you
3: take the plus one and a half goals then, Joe?
1: I will, because I'm going to back the blues and I'm going to back the the plus. Yeah, I'm going to take the goals as well. Uh, I'm going to correlate the bets. But to me, the value lies in the team. If you're telling me all things being equal and maybe, you know, Boston is just a little bit better. uh, I'm going to give me plus 145. Yeah. all day long. I'll lay it because I do think there's going to be an empty netter at some particular point there towards the third. I think the third is right. going to be the highest scoring period. Uh, but yeah, I, um, I fully expect the St. Louis blues to finally pull through here and goalies real volatile, aren't they? You don't know. They could both get lit up. Yeah. One could, it could both stand on their head. I, anything can happen in a game seven and history tells us, you know, game sevens throughout the, Stanley Cup, uh, you know, Stanley Cup history, guys, it, it's almost 50-50 between home courted uh, uh, home, home ice advantage nice. and not. And, you know, we talked to Ken Danico uh, yesterday, too, and, and Ken, who's been to, he was in 12 Game 7s in his career, and he said the ones that he won his last one, but he said it was so much easier being on the road in not a Game pressure. 7 than being at home. Exactly. So for that Give me the blues, man. I'll, give me the blues, plus 145. Give me the plus one and a half goals. I'm taking blues all night long here, Dane, in this game.
3: All right, here's the thing. I'm going to listen. Bavona knows better than me. Joe knows better than me, all right? So do not follow me on a pick. But I want the blues. You know why? Because I would be no. sick and tired of seeing that damn kid at another parade at the end of the week. please. Okay? I, yep. I do not want to see this kid. At another damn parade, me going into my weekend. And if they win, the city of Boston would be the reigning Stanley Cup champions, the reigning NFL champions, the reigning World Series champions. And for a Puerto Rican from New York, I can't deal with that. OK, so give me the blues.
1: I can't uh, argue with that in the least bit. That's some of the uh, that was a fantastic breakdown. One in That's which I agree 100 percent. There you go. 100 100- percent Do I agree with you. All right. So we'll take a look now as we give you our make it rain uh, plays uh, tonight. Sure. Game seven. Let's you go. got that tomorrow game six and we'll uh, we still have another day uh, to see what the sure. odds are. But let's give an update as far as what the numbers are telling us between Toronto and uh, and Golden State right now. What's the latest thing?
3: Sure. So what I got and I'm over on the FanDuel Sportsbook, you know, our kind of partner here at the fantasy mm-hmm. sports Network. Um I am seeing three points as the spread. Golden State minus three right now. I know you say it's been at uh down to two and a half in some books. Right now in FanDuel, minus three. And I'm seeing Golden State minus one fifty. Toronto plus 130 plus one thirty two eleven and a half is your total.
1: Yeah. So uh, it, it's coming down. There's some Toronto money coming in, Dane. Uh, is what it looks like. Opened yeah, up at what and four half. and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw so, yesterday, yeah. Yep. So it's uh, it, it, we're the money's coming in. I do think we're probably going to be around three. I do anticipate yep. closer to tip off that we are going to get, we are going to get that uh, that whole Golden State California money come rolling in and kind of change uh change it a little bit. I do know there is this can, there is this idea that Golden State is never going to lose. You can't be Golden State three times in the Oracle in a, in a seven game series which is ultimately what's going on. But my answer to that is if you think this year's NBA finals is like any other thing else that we have ever seen, you do realize four, four of the five games have been won by the road team. So that that's where we're at right only now. Game four one, of the, right? F-
3: only game yeah. one was the only home team win.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what we got going on. Um, that's kind of what we got going on here right now, guys. It's we've got, Road teams dominating on the road in the NBA, which we've always said, right? Home court in the NBA, in the that means a lot. Yeah, not so much here, guys. Not so much Here, here. The road teams seem to dominate. So I throw all of that out the window, and I just look at this and go, depending on the side you're on, just try and get the best number possible for you. And if you're Golden State and the number's starting to get away from you, uh, and then, you know, you, you were laying four and a half. Now you're laying three and a half, three, uh, we saw two and a half in some books here already in Vegas, you know, you, you got nothing to lose here. Uh, waiting maybe, uh, you know, at least another half a day or so, see how much more golden state uh, or Toronto money comes in, makes your number a little bit better. Um, why not? You know, why not? And if you're a Toronto, if you're happy with what you're looking at right now, you think they're going to win money line. It might get worse for you, Toronto, because there might be more and more money coming in on you. It's already gotten away from you a little bit. You may want right. to lock it in today if you like that money line, if you think they're going to win. I, I either way, I happen to, my gut is telling me, this is over tomorrow night. You know, hmm. nine lives and a cat, and Golden right. State has already gone. They're not a cat, and they've already gone through seven. And I, I think it runs out. I They're just too much. I think they are... They're too athletic. They're, the Gold State is too hurt. And I do think I think Steph's think running that, on
3: empty. I think yeah, on and, empty.
1: And you know what? I got news for you. So, so it's Kawhi, guys. I mean, you you yeah. do realize Kawhi was nowhere to be found in that game outside of a five-minute stretch. We five thought Kawhi was hurt last series yeah. against
3: Milwaukee. We thought yeah. he was hurt
1: with the leg. Yeah. And now was, he's he wanted. just keeps going. Yeah, I think he's running out of game. Everybody is. I mean, it's yeah. it's just a long. It game six of
3: the NBA season. finals. Yes. They played a hundred yeah. games so far, guys. You know, yep. like it's everyone's banged up. I
1: will do um, this though. I will approach it the same way I did the last three games. I'm gonna I'm right. gonna back Golden State first half, okay? Because right. I think the energy, and I do think Kevin Durant and coming like that out. You first half and over? Give me the first half Golden State. I'll lay the one, one and a half, whatever it's going to be. Uh, I'll take Golden State first half, but I'm taking uh, Toronto full game here because I, I do think Toronto will kick it into uh, another gear. They'll take care of business in the in the second half, and that'll be the end of uh, the series.
3: All right, we will see. I'm sure we're going to talk about it a lot tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Joe, one of the angles I'm going to be bringing up a lot is uh, the potential for Draymond Green to get his seventh technical of the playoffs. Yes. The impact of that. Draymond Green knows it. But guess what? I yep. think the refs know it, too. And so I wonder how this game will be called. Remember we talked about Game 5, how they were calling everything? I wonder yep. if the refs, um, specifically around Draymond Green, if uh, if it's in everybody's head. That's one thing that I am going to be looking for. Joe, I know we only got a couple of minutes left. I want to remind everybody, um, Edwin Jackson is on the hill for the Toronto Blue Jays today, Joe. You need how to know did about. I
1: know you were going there? I and just I knew it. <laughs>
3: He's at Baltimore, so it's interesting. You got minus 110 on both sides. For the Baltimore oh. Orioles and Edwin Jackson, the first five total, Joe, is right now five and a half or six. I think runs will be scored. I also think in the last game of today with the ladies, I think goals mm-hmm. will be scored. Give me the over two and a half for France and Norway. Norway won three, nothing. In their first Mm -hmm. game, France, you know, is one of the big-time contenders. And I think the 13-goal performance by the United States yesterday may may inspire France a little bit to put the ball in the net to try to keep up. Norway can score, guys. So a 2-1 France win, and I'm above the line, okay? Give me the over in that game, over two-and-a-half goals, France and Norway.
1: Like that, man. Like, like, like that. As a matter of fact, I'm playing that right now. We'll dive into a lot of the... Uh, the U.S. Open stuff, golf tomorrow, including a whole bunch of props, some matchups and those types of things. Again, nine, uh, nine o'clock Eastern time will be uh, will be the tee off there in Pebble Beach. But I'll, I'll just throw a couple out. If you want to take a look, I think Tiger Woods at a reasonable uh, uh, plus 115, 120 top 10 finish. Um, that's a direction I'm going. Brooks Kupka. Top five, top ten, top twenty, anything along those lines, guys. Uh, I think even top five, I think is about plus uh, plus two hundred. So there is, there's still some value on Brooks Cup and given his track record, even if he doesn't win, is there anybody that thinks he's not going to be there on Sunday, one around. way or the other? Yeah, he's going to be round. And I do like, uh, I do like an American to win the. Uh, to win the U.S. Open as opposed to a uh, European or uh, outside of uh, the U.S. So uh, that is minus 145. That's another prop that I'll be looking at along with, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and dive into the matchups and, and who our big bombs are. We'll do that tomorrow. But that that would be a kind of way that I'm looking at. Give me Cups, good top five, top 10 and give me Tiger, certainly top 10. I think that's like printing money there.
3: Hey, and Joe, also, uh, I know you've been talking about how at the U.S. Open, the scores, you know, people aren't going to mm-hmm. nominate. The line yes. right now is minus eight for the winning mm. score. So it Ooh. sounds like you think the winning score may be more like around minus five or so, um, unless mm. one guy goes out there and runs away and hides. But that's where that mm-hmm. line is, like minus eight, minus seven and a half for the winning score. So we could talk about that tomorrow as well.
1: Yeah, I'll keep an eye on too. Uh, is there a hole in one at the U.S. Open? Is an interesting prop. Normally, not great. Pebble Beach. Possibly. Yeah, seven aces in five previous U.S. Opens at Pebble Beach. That <laughs> prop minus one forty right now. Just throwing that out there. We'll have a whole oh, list boy. of that as well.
3: Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on for tomorrow. We got a lot Patty of that to go over nice there. Nice little first round score. He's plus. Yep. He's plus money, Joe. Patrick Cantley, plus money to be under 70 wait. and a half.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. So I I'm like, uh, I dude, just, we'll about uh, it it's going to be, are going to be a lot of Jordan Speed taking on Dustin. The matchups tomorrow are awesome. A lot of, a lot of uh, stuff first too. round. And we're going to be live bet. betting it too, guys, on the show tomorrow yeah. morning. So if you want to dive time. into that, and if you have any questions regarding that, we can help you and walk you through that tomorrow morning. We'll, uh, we'll be doing a lot of live betting tomorrow, U.S. Open. And uh, I got to tell you, I love, I love your pick, man. Fade Edwin Jackson. Fade him, baby. Oh, yeah. Fade him. Fade yeah. him. Fade him. I'm and give me Burlander, by the way. All right. Give me Burlander right. at home, minus 130. I'll take that all day long, too. goals today. Yep. Yeah. Good luck, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning after next. You're listening to the best of Make It Rain on the Fantasy Sports Network. I'm gonna make it rain. And if you guys think this is going to be a big scoring game, uh, then look at the you know look at the Bruins first period. Look at the uh, look at the the Bruins over three and a half goals. Look at the third uh, period being the highest scoring period. Those types of props. Uh, these are the types of thing. Hell, if you think Boston's gonna win, then you know. In all likelihood, either way in a game seven, there's going to be an empty netter attempted or possible because whoever's down. So whatever side you are, take the minus one and a half. Take the, uh, you know, take the puck line because whoever's going to win this in all likelihood is going to get a freebie. They're going to get a freebie at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good possibility. So, uh, but yes, I think Tuka Rask, you got Bennington, you've got guys that um, certainly Rask is on the inside track for the con smite. Okay. Boston's offense keeps rolling. They drop another four goals. Let's say on Bennington, obviously not. But if he if he stops forty two shots tonight, Bennington and St. Louis wins plus five hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But I would say scoring is going to be a lot of fun. I, I do think it's going to be one of these. Everything that these guys they're going to be shooting it on on net. There's going to be a lot of second chance opportunities there. I do have a feeling this is going to be one of those. I, I'm looking at the over. Uh, I do, do think there's going to be, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of action here tonight. Stanley Cup Game Seven. Wouldn't it all surprise me if we see a four-three-five-four that kind of situation oh, wow. going on here? Yeah, I, I do think because guys are going to take chances that they might not in a game three or four. But I do think with Game Seven on the line, I I would say these guys throw caution and win and just and go to town, man, and uh, and that'll be the end of it. So I I like the idea over five and a half.
3: So that idea of over five and a half, too, because you could get that cheap goal. I could very easily see it being, say, three, two and then extend it to four, two, which will give you the win on the over.
1: That's correct. I think the highest um, I'm not sure what the the prop is for the highest uh, scoring period. Uh, The highest Hmm. scoring period, I think, is it should be it should be the third and it should be some pretty decent uh, numbers there. Um, Let me see here. I'm showing two twenty plus two twenty for the third period. Highest scoring uh, period three at plus two twenty. I like I said, one team going to be down going into the third. It's going to be uh, they are uh, they're going to throw caution in the wind here. And uh, and you tell you tell us Bavona, how do you you think it's going to be tight tonight, or do you think uh, these guys are just going to let it all hang out, man? And they're going to be taking chance after chance after chance here you know
0: something i think that you have no choice it's game 7 the only right. thing you can do you, you have to take every single chance that you can and yeah. i wouldn't i would not expect what does that mean any. though guys in hockey like for the layman what does that
3: mean taking every chance does that mean like your top lines are on the ice more does that mean
0: you're you're you're, you're going to to sure. try to cut passes off what does that yes. mean
1: yeah you go you for say, go
0: all out. I, yep. The other thing I would say, too, is that you're going to see a lot. There's a very possibility that in, in between periods, you might mm. see a different uh, line changes. You might yes, see guys time. on different lines. Oh, changes. I see. You know, like they mm. might move Brad Martian from, uh, from one line, maybe down. they move him to the check line uh, mm-hmm. to get a little more energy and get a little more, uh, you know, a little like, more physicality. You know, okay. Yep. Well, that, that answers the question. That makes sense yeah, to me.
3: Yeah. Okay. And you're you know, right. I mean, Jane, you, expert. So when yeah, you talk you about letting him, right, like, like, what does Jane. that mean in that context?
1: That you means Marsha going for a, you know, a a steal there and uh, taking a risk and laying out and, and maybe leaving them shorthanded on defense okay. kind of thing. Seeing defense and take chances they probably normally wouldn't, but they're trying to make a play and, and all of a sudden now you've got, you know, you've got three on ones, three on twos. You've got that kind of breakaways, that kind of thing along those lines.